Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Mirrors. Mirrors is a 2008 supernatural horror film directed by Alexander Ager, it follows former NYP detective Ben Carson, who is hired to work as a night watchman over the remains of the Mayflower department store that was partially destroyed by a fire many years ago. Ben begins to see odd things in the mirrors of the department store and soon comes to realise that an evil force is using the reflective surfaces to threaten both him and his family. So um, now we can add mirrors to the things that we're scared of and we have one person to thank for that and that's our friend Jackson Bailey. Welcome, Jackson. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much for having uh, me. Thanks thank for you coming so much. on. Thank you so much for watching Mirrors. That's what I'd like to thank you for. <laughs> oh, you, you owe us. You owe us. And not and often. Not, so normally at the start of this, yeah. Anytime we have a guest on, I open by saying uh, "fuck you" yeah. because you make us watch something <laughs> scary. But Jackson, in yeah. this case, the "fuck you" is this movie sucks <laughs> so bad. <laughs> It's an infinitely forgettable movie. I think that's what makes Mirrors so powerful. It disappears from your brain the moment you... Like, scene by scene, it goes away. How does it begin? I don't remember. I finished it ten minutes ago, and I can't remember half of the characters' names. I don't... I, what, I think the main character's name is something like Jefferson, Rafferson. I don't know. It's Jack Bauer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's Jack Bauer. This is that's what he years. is to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, mirrors. He was like even just the amount of um, sort of cliches. We've got angry ex cop who mm-hmm. killed somebody and is on pills. Yeah, like they're just hitting every one of those cliches straight off the oh. bat. He he does the worst thing. So he does this like cool thing at the start where he takes the pill out and crushes them, right? And you're like, oh, because he's a badass. Yeah. But he doesn't snort them or like put them on his finger and rub them on his teeth. He just puts them in a glass of water and then drinks that. And I'm like, is it because you can't? Is he it because you got a shit a gag tablet. reflex? You can't swallow a tablet. He's got a and sore throat you, from yeah, growling. Alone. From trying to say mirrors, he's really his throat's really oh, sore. Mirrors. <laughs> mirrors. He signed up to the wrong movie, considering the name of the movie is a word he apparently cannot. Say. Amy Smart can't say it either. Yeah, yeah, no one can say mirrors in the movie. Do you reckon they discovered he couldn't say mirrors as they began filming and it was too late to go back? Mirrors. Yeah, no, Keith, yes. that's not it. How do you say try again? Mirrors. Okay. Oh damn. Keep it going. This movie feels like it had a lot of things where they just decided halfway through, fuck it, let's just keep rolling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's so many things in this movie as well, watching it again. So 
I first, I think I first watched this movie when Netflix as like a streaming service first started. Oh, okay. And I remember just seeing it and being like, what's Mirrors? And giving it a watch. But watching it again, again, because you forget Mirrors after you watch it the first time. <laughs> there's so many baffling moments. Like, did you notice that every time he wakes up on the couch, he's been sleeping in his jeans? Yeah. So he's, he's staying at his sister's house because he shot someone and he's off the force. And he's sleeping on her couch. And every time he gets up, he's been sleeping in his jeans and a t-shirt. Does he not have pajamas? Wow. It's amazing. He sucks. he sucks so much. He must yeah. He must sweat every right. night. You ever slept in jeans? It's awful. <laughs> no wonder he has anger issues. If you're sleeping in jeans yeah, exactly. all the time, you're perpetually angry. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I think the the only scene in Mirrors that you could say, not even iconic, I don't think that's right, but I think anybody who's seen Mirrors and then promptly forgotten it probably has the scene where Keith Sutherland's uh, sister uh, gra- her her mirror self yeah. grabs her jaw and wrenches it apart while she's in the bath. Mm. That scene, I feel like it, it's not. I don't want to say it's iconic because it really isn't. It's whatever the opposite of iconic is. Yeah, but I think it, it it's like. It's maybe the only part of the film that is original. Is that a fair claim? Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's go with it's, that. Let's go with it's that. Funny, yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because I was talking to Joel Dusha earlier mm. and he was like, I think I've seen it. Um, does people shoot bullets at mirrors? And I go, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. got the bit where the sister like rips her jaw in half and he goes, yeah, I have seen it. It's <laughs> like the only distinguishable remembers. scene in the whole movie. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And I think, because I have seen mirrors too, and I think they do it again in mirrors another too. another one? From memory. The jaw rip. I think they're like, yeah, they're like the jaw rip was what Mirrors became known for. <laughs> so for Mirrors 2, let's do another jaw rip. It just feels like a bunch of people desperately trying to make a chest burst out, but it's shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not, I mean, like, again, I, I, mean, I don't know about you guys, but it's not a frightening scene. It's a bit gross, it's, but you're mm. just like, that's silly, and then she dies, and yeah. that's that, you know? They definitely, pro- like, they, they're going for the grossness of it, because they really prolong it and, like, the way it's mm. dangling there, like yeah. by the the strands, is pretty disgusting. But yeah, yeah, yeah. When you walk away from this movie, you're like, he can't say mirrors. They ripped off a jaw. Kiefer Sutherland wasn't at his best. Those are sort of the three <laughs> things you walk away <laughs> with. The three, t- the three, yeah, the three parts of the movie. But what is Kiefer Sutherland's best? Because I'm watching this and look. You guys, I think you guys know, mm. I'm a huge 24 fan. Yeah, I watched sure. nine seasons and a TV movie of that bloody show. Kiefer, he's a king. I'd take a bullet for him. Mm. I'd stand in front of a mirror and take a bullet. <laughs> um, I love him. But I think he's got one of the worst like acting ranges of any <laughs> established it, it, actor. Yeah, yeah. Like, 100%. You watch him. I, I think he's good as Kiefer Sutherland and then maybe as nothing else yep. ever. Yeah. <laughs> he's... What else has he got? He's, he's like a he's like Steven Seagal in that he can only play himself, but because he's not mm. he's he's a so his version of himself is better than Steven Seagal's version of Steven Seagal. So if that makes sense, so he's in that mm. realm of he can only play himself. Yeah. yeah, he's like basically he's if you had to list three actors who only play themselves in movies, the ranking is you have Steven Seagal mm-hmm. at the bottom, Kiefer's in the middle, and Jack Nicholson's at the top. Yes, that's the spectrum. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I yeah definitely after watching this I was like let me look up Kiefer Sutherland's filmography because I was like I know he's like an established actor what do I know him from and it turns out nothing it turns out like <laughs> I went to his filmography and I'm like I'll recognize one of these films like, no what's no. the vampire huh. one he did back in the eighties or nineties Lost Boys so he's in Lost Boys 
Yeah. Um, oh, that's Stand true. By he's, me. he's in Stand, Stand By, by Me. Me. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. He's in Dark mm. City. Have you guys seen Dark City? It's one of the strangest character performances you'll ever see. He plays like a really mumbling, stuttering <laughs> sort of weirdo scientist. Mm. But yeah. How old, how old was Dark he in City. that one? Oh, Dark City was sort of around the time The Matrix came out. So it would have been like 99, 98. Did he, okay. did he peak young? Because he looked like, he just looks so old. Like he's, the receding hair, like he looks like a dad, but a dad yeah. who never had children somehow. <laughs> he he's looked old forever. Yeah. Like when 24 started, which would have been like 1999 or 2000, mm. he already was like doing that thing where he's got blonde tips in his hair. <laughs> oh, like, that's great. Uh, bizarre. He's just a bizarre... Oh, but I love 24. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'd still die for him. He, even after this he, movie. Because I've forgotten this movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. This yeah. Well, it's gone. It's left us all. <laughs> what movie? <laughs> Why are we doing yeah. this podcast? Do you... Was because clearly Kiefer was not the first choice, right? Like nobody, the person yeah. who made Mirrors was not like I want Kiefer Sutherland <laughs> yeah. because I can't imagine making a movie with him in mind. He's just <laughs> you get. You like, never. No one. No director yeah, has ever like, sat down and be like, "That's the man him. I want." He's just the man you end up with. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, I guess he'll be fine. Yeah. He's, he's just, not going to be bad. He's just unlucky. <laughs> yeah. If he, you know, maybe if the script was better, this could have launched him as a movie star. But no. Yeah. He's actually his most recent thing is uh, a TV series of The Fugitive. Oh. Um, oh. Which I only just found out about the other day, and again, it's more bad luck for Kiefer because it's, it's, it's kind of like they filmed it as a movie, but it's f- like. 14 minute episodes or something oh. and the whole idea was people will love it they'll be able to watch it when they're on the train to work mm-hmm. and then coronavirus happened and there's no one going on trains <laughs> and so it's just like this weird fucking bunch of 14 minute episodes of him running around as Jack Bauer oh basically. that's so strange right. oh, that's okay. so strange yeah. he loses out again alright well, I'm going to stop us on mirrors for a moment I'm sure mm. there's plenty more to say but oh, for Jack sure. I did I did want to ask you two questions the first is what is your history with horror and the second is where do you place yourself on the scale of scaredy boy to brave boy? Um, well, I, as a child, uh, like uh, very early on, was the biggest scaredy boy in the world. I remember, okay. I remember as a like a like a well, like a child, like you know, like ten or whatever. Like I was scared of mm. Ghostbusters too. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> Uh, this is this is not about movies necessarily, but Goosebumps books I found so upsetting oh, yes. that if they were in the library at my primary school, I yeah. I like had to go. <laughs> and like there was the art, there was the aisle at Safeway, which seems crazy now, where you could buy Goosebumps. Yeah, books. yeah, yeah. And I, I I just didn't go down that aisle. I was too afraid. <laughs> like yeah, just the yeah. idea. And and I think it came from this is so crazy. But in a packet of Doritos. Do you remember when Doritos had Tarzos in them? Yeah. Like yeah. as like a prize? Yeah. So Definitely. one of the Tarzos was a Goosebumps Tarzo, and it was from the Goosebumps book where the kid gets put in a sandwich. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, I think it's called Why I'm Afraid of Sandwiches. Or <laughs> it, it gets turned into jam or some shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one, I remember as a kid, like I would have been very young, and I saw that and I was so horrified because I got it in my Doritos. I was like, Mom, pull over because we were driving. And I threw it in a bin. Or just out of the car. <laughs> from that moment, I was just terrified of goosebumps, folks, and that I think extended out to all horror. Yeah, and yeah. then I and and like to the point where like when I was thirteen, I don't know if you remember this, but like sometimes you'd be at parties and it was like you're a teenager, so they're like cool parties, and everyone's like, "Hey, let's watch a horror movie." And yeah, yeah. if you're scared, you're like, "Shit, I got to start. What am I going to do to get out of this? Yeah. I don't want to be here." Uh, Damo, you do know? you have any tips for Jackson on how to get uh, out of yeah. uh, horror movie parties? <laughs> 
So in one of our yeah. previous episodes, this came up where I went to one of those semi-cool yeah. parties and they put on Hannibal and I'm like, oh, no, mm. I definitely can't do that. But I'd brought a book. So I sat in the other room and read a book <laughs> while Dad checked on me periodically to make oh, sure I was okay. <laughs> if it works, it works. I think my yeah. strategy was always like, I'm just going to be outside waiting for the food or whatever. And <laughs> yeah. I, like, I did a lot of playing with can't... dogs at parties where someone yeah. would chuck yeah. on like, the ring or the grudge. I'd be like, I'm yeah, just going to play with the dog. Like, who wants to yeah, like, like, play with the dog? Like, I'll come in in a bit because like, I don't care. Like, it's yeah. cool that <laughs> yeah. we're watching this, but I'm just going to be outside. But then I, I must have hit a point, and I don't remember what made the transition, but, like, mm. where I just started devouring, like, horror literature. Like, I just went crazy on it. Yeah, but for yeah. some reason, when I, and it was about when I was 14, 15, they were all, like, you know, like, horny dime store mm. horror novels? <laughs> yeah. Where it's, like, is like four sex scenes per horror novel <laughs> that all the violence is really gory. I just, yeah. like, so many of them. I, I remember always very specifically a book I had called Crab Moon. And the premise was that giant crabs have invaded the country of Wales um, wow. and are eating everyone. And that had about five sex scenes in it and a lot of really gory crab murder. <laughs> <laughs> and I found out later that that's part of like a series of about seven novels. So, wow. but yeah. And then from that point on, like I just it, I I've made the transition to Brave Boy. I I've stopped getting very frightened from for, by horror movies uh, in general. I'm mm. more scared of horror movies. Horror games, I suck at playing because I just I don't care. I've lost any fear. I don't I don't know why. Like I'm, I'm I was playing a game called Layers of Fear, which everyone's like, "Damn, it's scary!" And I'm just like mm. walking through a empty corridor, lightning flashes outside, of fucking pianos, like dunk, dunk, dunk. I'm like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool." The lights go out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. So I used to be a scaredy boy. Yeah, but at some point I made the transition to brave. Hey, boy. Good for don't you. Know why, don't know why. Don't know when. I, I do. Yeah, I'm happy about I it. I do love that. It starts off with a you being scared of a Goosebumps Tarzo because a haunted Tarzo sounds like the plot of a Goosebumps book. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Why I'm afraid of right. Tarzos. Like you could throw it out the window, then later you get back home and it's sitting on your dashboard. Ah! <laughs> Jack, did you stop eating Doritos for a few years after that just to be safe? I think I did. I, think yeah. I, like, I don't want to get another one. Have you had a Doritos <laughs> since, mate? Have you? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, it, that's what I, I got bad associations with Doritos. Can't eat them. No, thank yeah. you. No, I love Doritos. Doritos fucking rule. Best chip. I'll say it. Wow, that's yeah. big. Yeah, yeah, it is big. That's great. Big call. It's probably true. Mexicana ah. Doritos, though. Come on, mm. that's a great Dorito. It's a pretty good Dorito. <laughs> so, when you made the jump to horror literature, did that include Goosebumps books? Uh. I have not read the Goosebumps book, but I found this great now defunct blog called okay. Blogger Beware, and it was basically a guy going through every single one of the original Goosebumps books and doing like a summary and making fun of them and pointing out like the continually repeating tropes. And because mm. he was getting very invested in the books, he was like, oh, this, like he could tell when it was clearly a ghostwriter and not right. R.L. Stein himself. And <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> So I know, like, the synopsis yeah, of yeah. every single Goosebumps book in the original series, and I think I've read one or two. Yeah. Uh, they are no longer frightening because they are all very ridiculous. They, you they're know? insane. I remember one... It's just the cover. That's the scary... That's yes. what's scary yeah. about them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, true. Agree. But yeah. I, some mm. of the things, like, obviously the, the ventriloquist dummy, that's 
pretty spooky That's and scary. whatever. Yeah. But I remember there was one where it was like, it was literally a sponge under the sink. And that was the monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was scary. It was, but it was the scary. The cover yeah. was so upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair, the cover thing holds up. As we're talking about him now, my like brain is doing like, if this was a movie, mm. what would be happening mm. while I'm talking is we just get like flashes of this book cover mm. yeah. as my brain is unpicking it. But I just keep seeing there's a cover for one of them where basically the premise is a guy goes swimming in the ocean mm. and gets pursued by a hammerhead shark. And that's that's the story. Yeah. Um, and the cover is like a tiny, tiny figure in like just deep black water and an enormous shark. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and yeah. that is a terrifying image in my head. Yeah. I think I hate I'm, it. Um, yeah. I'm remembering the cover of the, the, the crazy dog with the red eyes. Oh, yeah. You know yes. that one? Yeah. 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 Did you guys have watched the TV show? Yeah, the TV no. show rolls. It's so funny. Oh, Jack Black's it was scary, in though. Episode I remember- from No, not just. Maybe Jack what? Black. Really? Jack Black's He's in, in the, the movie. movie. Maybe Jack. Maybe I'm thinking of something. I know Ryan Gosling is in an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, which is a kind of similar oh wow, show. wow. But maybe it's that's why I thought someone was in the Goosebumps show. Um, that yeah, that shows it's very funny to rewatch. Um, <laughs> the the cover I always think of is the horror the horror at Camp Jelly Jam. I think it is, yeah. uh, and the, it's just a guy. With a very frightening grin and his hands on his hips, but it's very upsetting. <laughs> like it doesn't sound scary, but it's bad. Yeah. Right. Do you know how the, the the one with the dog with the red eyes? Do you know how that ends? Because I've read that one. No, it has it end. I can't remember. The premise of that one is that there's dogs in town, right? Mm. And there's also a dogs in, in town. The- <laughs> 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 no. Stein, uh, a, stop it. <laughs> I think there's like a, a pit in the woods, and if you fall in the pit in the woods with another animal, you swap brains with it. <laughs> and the two protagonists fall in the pit and they swap brains with the dogs. Okay. And so they're like, oh no, the dogs are taking over our lives. How do we get our bodies back? Wow. And so then they figure out traps and they devise. And then they're like, oh, we got our bodies back. But then they fall back in the pit <laughs> on like the last page. Oh no! And the last like paragraph is that they're squirrels, and the squirrels are in their body, and the dogs in this in this in like yeah, and that's that's how it ends. And you're just like, wow, the cover made this seem a lot more frightening. Uh, that would have scared me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's bad to be a squirrel. That is fair. That sucks. Look, that, yeah, that's no good. Look, that plot still holds up better than mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> mirrors is a crazy plot if you say it because. Two thirds of it are one horror movie, or, or I don't like none of it's. There's no flow. To no, no. This film. Here's, here's, a, here's a question, guys. Um, so in terms of mirrors, um, yeah. what's sort of the the sequence of events that um makes uh Jack Bauer start to freak out about the mirrors? Because um there isn't one. Um, <laughs> he goes down to that like he has that kind of weird. He has one spooky night in the yeah. old <laughs> mansion, and then from that point he's like, mirrors are bad. The mirrors are killing my family. And then after that, he gets the he gets the thing where he sees the burning woman in the mirror. Yeah, but he doesn't react to that in a way that someone should. He's just like, oh, there's a burning. Oh, uh, what? What's happening? Uh, oh, uh, oh. He doesn't seem that concerned <laughs> at any point in that movie, and then all of a sudden he's just like, mirrors are bad. <laughs> and uh, and the the script was fairly. Terrible, like the oh, yeah. exposition that we were giving, and like it, it all. Like the perfect example is when the sister comes in and she's like, "I'm your little sister. You need to listen to me, or whatever." And you're like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, okay, oh. Um, <laughs> cool. Thanks, Mirror." <laughs> <laughs> but I reckon you're right. Like to me, I think I would have enjoyed this movie more had it stuck. I quite like the setting of that uh, Mayflower department store. Yep. I think that's what that's what stuck with me all of this time. Right? Is I'm like the the setting. Um, 
and maybe the name. <laughs> Keep yeah. those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but even yeah. like, I think you could take even the idea of like mirrors being like a, a dangerous thing because, yeah. like, I love the, the, it. Again, I've just seen a demo before we started recording. Is that this movie? I think should be called wasted potential. That yeah, is the monster yeah. in mirrors. Yeah. There are so many things that just. Go to, like the idea of having a creature that can attack you through reflective surfaces. Like That's cool. it can be water, mm. it yeah. can be door handles, it can be anything, and they just don't do much with it until like the last five minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah. and also that when they give the origin to the the mirror monster, and you're just like, oh, okay, mirrors, cool, yeah, great, super, yeah, original. Like yeah. I don't know, it's got like early on because the setting is like this that kind of like early like 80s 70s department store yeah but it's all burnt down so you get like burnt mannequins which just as an aesthetic you don't really see anywhere and it's creepy it's spooky yeah and the mirrors are like beautiful and they've got like these ornate kind of borders and if 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 they made it just like a movie that was mostly atmosphere yes with no real like there's Somewhere within mirrors is something beautiful. I agree. But. I agree. Well, it's actually so. I read it's based off of a um, South Korean horror film called yeah. Into the Mirror, and it sounds like that that was more about the department store. But then Alexandra Aja, who came in, he read it. He didn't really like it, and so then he kind of added the second half of this movie. Ah, Ugh. that's the worst <laughs> bit. Yeah, I reckon that South Korean movie would be scary as fuck. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, hundred percent sure. And I'll never watch it. <laughs> Can I just say, uh, Sean, you're actually wrong because the first half of this movie is the first five minutes and everything after that. Um, because it does one of the worst things ever. We always talk on this show about how we get terrified if we are like we we want it. We like the person in the movie. Yeah. Keith Sutherland's character is a colossal piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't deserve his kids. He doesn't deserve his wife. He doesn't deserve his sister. He's an asshole. Yeah. Like he's an emotionally abusive asshole deadbeat cop. He's a piece of shit. So do you did you find that so often throughout the movie like you see him be awful but clearly the film is like and of course you're on his side. Yeah. yeah. He's like he's like no. the mirrors the mirrors are killing everybody and his wife's yeah. like you've gone insane and the movie's like isn't she a bitch? Yeah. You're like no. Yeah. Not at all mirrors. No. Yeah. What are you saying? Oh, when they're having that fight at the start of the movie and he's she's like you know I've told mm. you if you come around here you've got to let me know and he's like well you never return. It's like no no no. You got to respect your ex-wife's boundaries if you want to see your kids mate. You're a fucking asshole, dad. Typical yeah, cop. Yeah. It's like she's quite calm, and then suddenly he just explodes yeah. and he's screaming. And you're like, I don't like you anymore, Kiefer. No. Yeah. Oh. It would make sense if that came into his personality after he'd been around the mirror. Like, okay, guys, here's yeah. a simple, here's a simple cool idea yeah, for the movie. Yeah. What if the movie was the like the reflection version of you was all of the bad qualities of you brought to mm. life, right? Ooh, How much better would that be as a movie? Guys, I've, the movie's yeah. so much better already. <laughs> Watching this, I kept thinking that it would make an amazing video game. Ooh, yeah. Like, so every every like chapter or whatever is like one night in the in the department yeah. store. And every level or every night in the department store, you learn a little bit more about the mystery of what happened. You make it a little eldritch, a little lovecrafty. Maybe you fight mirror monsters. That's yeah. easy. Yeah. Done. Great. But that's not no, what they did. Because like, that way you can hold on to that atmosphere and the location. Mm. Um, and you can, you can ditch Jack Bauer. Yeah. I, I just wanted to add to that is that I feel like he was a piece of shit when we first saw him. Then we cut to him in the home with the kids. And he's, one, wearing a sweater. And mm-hmm. two, being good dad. And you're like... Oh, now we're clearly meant to like him again. Yeah. But then, yeah, turns around and yells at his ex-wife. Mm. Yeah. 
<laughs> just sucks. And then he like forces himself on her. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. It's so gross. He's a. Can I just say the best thing about this movie? My favorite part of the movie is at the end of the movie, he absolutely gets what he deserves because now he's stuck <laughs> in the mirror true. world. <laughs> Fuck you, Jack Bauer. That's where uh, you belong. I thought you were saying that my favorite part of the movie was that it ended. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have to admit, I do love how nutso the ending is. It's, it's like supposed to be uh, this like awful. You know, the, the the last beat of the film is supposed to be like, oh no, he saved his family, but at what cost? And I'm just like, nah, good, keep him there. <laughs> that the ending is so beautiful because it it doesn't play on anything established in the film. <laughs> no, there is no. no no mirror world ever is referred to, or no. but that's where he ends up. And I love how like intense they make it seem when he sees the badge of his like su- uh, superior security guard and backwards backwards riding, and you're like, so is the movie being like? Imagine you're in this world, but all the writing's backwards. No! He's in hell! It's like, oh, it's it's just like our world. That's fu- I mean, yeah. that's fu- He can't read, I guess. He's No, I mean, he could learn to. Like, yeah, he can. It's, it's not hard. It's just backwards. Yeah, he'll, he'll be okay. Oh, my God. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you if you follow the lines of logic in this film, it gets so confusing because it none of it holds up. Like even no. that, like the 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 demon or whatever that was in the that was in the mirrors had kind of been banished. So I don't, I honestly don't get why he was then stuck in the mirror at the end of it. No, no me neither. Because also, he, it's not like he went into a mirror. If it had been like the last shot before the rubble fell was like him and there's rubble falling and he looks at one of the ornate mirrors and then it cuts and then he's in the mirror world. You could be like, sure, mirrors, that's not something you ever established people could do, but I'll assume he jumped into the mirror. Yeah. But hey, but hey, get this. The mirrors all shatter. Right. Like the final (laughs) beat of the film is every mirror shatters. (laughs) It's just literally that they want a twisty ending. uh, Yeah, Like a, a big twist ending. It's like it's like the sister in the bathtub. They're trying to be yeah. so iconic because they yeah. think it's going to be such a memorable film, and it's just it's such a bad ending. Yeah. Sorry, they're going to be like people. People are going to copy this. People are going to copy our ending. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. This is yeah. going to become a trope. Oh. The mirror's ending. I also don't think that the director 
has a grasp on horror because, <laughs> like the early scenes when when Kiefer Sutherland's walking mm. through the department store and um, it's it should be spooky, but mm. it's not. And part of that is because they're playing like this music score over the top of it. It's just like mm. a bit of a quirky piano mm. and some strings and it's all kind of a bit elegant. And it's like the most scary thing in that scenario yeah. would be silence. Yes. It would be us like hearing his footsteps crunching and hearing echoes in the distance. Mm. But yeah. it's just like this weird music. Yeah. I don't know what the no. fuck he was doing. Yeah, it was very well, confusing. So, well, I'm going to ask wow. two questions. So one where we scared... Probably not. Should. So, what was the scariest part of it? If you got scared at all, I got a jump scare when the, there's, there's a jump scare early on when it, when I thought the movie yeah. might still be trying to scare me, and it's literally a pigeon. <laughs> yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, it's a pigeon. <laughs> Fuck. Did, did you feel ashamed? To be I did. I was like, yeah. I got angry at the movie. I'm like, that's not even a good jump scare. And then when it tried to do one later with mm. his like face melting in the mirror, I was like, no, I don't care. <laughs> Melt his face off. A pigeon. Pigeons are real dirty scare. Yeah, that's just yeah, dirty that's, tactics. No good. No good. I don't like that one bit. That's a goosebump scare, right? Yeah, there. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. With a pigeon scare, normally in a good movie, you get the pigeon scare and you go, oh, it's just a pigeon, and then you get a real scare. But no, you get pigeon mm. scare, and mm. that's the scare. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time this movie as well tried to hit you with like a supernatural frightening thing happening, they just blew their load so quickly. <laughs> yeah, like they, yes. they didn't build up to anything. It's just like Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland's looking in the mirrors, looking in the mirrors. He's on fire. He's on fire. It's <laughs> just like, oh, okay, okay, mirrors, sure. I think the only time I got even like close to being spooked mm. is in the very confusing scene where Kiefer Sutherland goes to the old farm in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and he's like, what, where's your grandma or wh- where's uh, Essica? That's what I, I'm looking for, Essica, because the mirrors want Essica. And so he, the old man is like, I'll show you where we kept my sister. Yeah. And then he leads him to this horrible, like, cage room that they kept the sister in. And Kiefer Sutherland walks into the room and for a brief second... Forgetting that I'd seen the film, I was like, is the old man going to close the door on Kiefer Sutherland and trap him there? Yeah. <laughs> and I was a bit spooked. And then I was like, wait, that's not what happens. <laughs> no, because this is the movie of wasted potential. So, no, don't yeah. worry about that. Like, that's terrifying. No, okay, we're not doing that. Yeah. And what a crazy scene as well, because that old man's just like, we locked up my sister. <laughs> we fed her out of a dog bowl. And Kiefer Sutherland's not like, that's really fucked up. Oh. He's just like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the thing about the wasted potential about that scene, but it, so many other things, is I was as soon as it was like Essica, I was like, okay. And then he couldn't find Essica. I was like, that's because it's a mirror, so he needs to look for like recipe or something yes. like that, like yes. the, the word yeah, backwards. Yeah. No. No, it's just <laughs> Essica. He's just, that's all it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This movie is so surface level. Like anytime you think, oh, maybe they're going to, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. The nun's just the devil now. You know that people say, like, everything is political, art is political. <laughs> Mirrors isn't. Mirrors specifically is the one piece of art that has no extra meaning. No. No intent no. was behind Mirrors. It means yeah. nothing. I, I didn't love um, Kiefer's moment where that nun just wants to be done with this. And he comes back in with a gun and he's like, no, no, you're coming with me. And she's like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> so funny. No, I've never seen a protagonist of any movie... Like and the protagonist, who the movie does seem to think we sympathise with, hijack a nun. Mm. Like I've just <laughs> as the heroic moment oh. in the film. You're like, like he's doing it for his family. He's got that nun at gunpoint. He's the yeah. good guy. 
But wow. also, like, he's he's gone back and made the emotional plea by giving her the photo. I thought Ooh. he'd go to leave yeah. and she'd come to him. <laughs> right. But the movie doesn't do that. And then when he's tying up, he's like, are you sure you want to do this? And it's like, no, 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 you pointed a gun at her. She's her got the fucking choice. Yeah. And even, like, she's the ultimate victim in all of this. She got possessed. Mm-hmm. She then got put in this crazy house where people did weird shit with her with mirrors. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, that worked, and now she can never look in a mirror again, but she's actually managed to live a, a half-decent life in a nunnery, and he's like, fuck you, take your demon back, bitch. Like, <laughs> what? And also, like, I don't know why he decided that, like, when he goes to her, and he's like, I need you to go back in the mirror room, mm. that's something Kiefer clearly has come up with on his own as a way to solve his... <laughs> Nobody tells him to no, do that. No. And then... And then she's like, if you do that, the devil will come into the real world. Yeah. And Kiefer is somehow like, that's better. That's cool. That's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's what I want, nun. Happy ending. I'm going to eviscerate you in the mirror machine. <laughs> I love when she gets exploded by the mirror machine. Oh, I laughed wild. out loud. That scene was so funny. Just like, Kiefer Sutherland has eviscerated a nun to save his family. <laughs> oh, well done, mirrors. Oh. What about for you, Kans? Was there any moment that scared you? Uh, no, I wasn't really scared. It was more just like, there's probably two moments where it was like disgusting and ones that we've already talked about which is the bathtub and the sister and probably just like the very start was that guy running and then his mirror version like just slits his throat Mm -hmm. and I thought they were going to cut away really quickly but they kind of like lingered on the shot and there was just blood going everywhere and I was a bit like whoa boy yeah is this what it's going to be? Mm, yeah, but then yeah. it doesn't really reach yeah. it only reaches that level probably once again yeah there weren't really any scares I think um because Kiefer's a piece of shit so you switch off emotionally Mm. and then because the movie's bad, you switch off mentally and then it's very hard to get you back into a scared zone. That's got to be why it leaves our brain because yeah. it switches off every bit of it. <laughs> you're actually not really watching Mirrors when you're watching no. Mirrors. And it, it even seems like another wasted potential is I always love a supernatural film where there is logic and there is a, a history to be discovered and, mm. and the mystery of it and then the discovery. So where our protagonist is playing a detective to figure out what's happened. But none mm. of that happens Keitha literally gets the answers in the mail from the yeah, previous yeah, security yeah. guard and he's reading through it and we just see the headlines and we're like oh okay oh, well, it's those so are boring then. to watch him oh. just like mm. muttering to himself case details and like writing notes <laughs> down <laughs> yeah yeah we have the montage so oh, boring yeah. the movie needs to God. give him like a sidekick or fucking yeah. something like it's the Someone worst to thing talk to watch to? Oh. yeah just needs to be one thing is him noticing that the death date mm. and her discharge yeah. date are different. That is it. Mm. He doesn't need to do all the other like, oh, oh, oh. Because then you repeat that beat when the, the brother is like, yeah, yeah, this is what we did right. with my get sister. The like, yeah, we already oh, know that. Yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of time is is dedicated to Kiefer Sutherland solving the mystery. But it's not, like, you know, a good mystery is one where you can kind of feel like you're solving it alongside the protagonist. Yeah, yeah. Where you can be like that, like you're saying, it's got its own internal logic. You reach the end and you're like, it all comes together, but this film has right. such a batshit insane <laughs> resolution that you you could never arrive at that. You're never going to look at the the if the evidence laid before you and be like, of course they thought she had a devil in her, but then a psychiatrist used a mirror machine to get rid of her schizophrenia, which put the devil in the mirror, and now the devil wants to go back in the woman for reasons that are unclear to everyone. Right? Like what? One? Why could he not just go in anybody? Two. How did she not see a reflective surface at any point for the rest of her yeah. life? Because clearly when the, the house fills up with water and the mirror thing comes through the water. So did she never touch water again for the rest? Doesn't re- bathe. <laughs> <laughs> Filthy. This movie made me furious. I love when the movie is like, they're like, uh, he's like, where's your sister? Where's your sister? And they're like, we sent her somewhere where mirrors are banned. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> that age, what? That age old thing. Nuns can't look at mirrors. Everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah. I, I was waiting for so long to be like, wow, I wonder where are mirrors? Is it like some weird country where mirrors? Oh, nunnery. Yeah. That's not real. And like, and you feel like there could have been like a cool answer here, mm. like where you're like, oh, of course that's where you'd send her. There are no mirrors there, but they didn't ever think that far. They were like, let's just make up a place where that is the case. Like, it's just... Like, they could have had a creepy shack in the woods where she's living like a hermit yeah. and there is literally no reflective surface. They could have had something yeah. spooky and good and... Nah. <laughs> All right. Well, did our... I think, again, we already know the answer to this. Did our character act wisely or foolishly? <laughs> nope. Very dumb. Especially like, Very dumb. like, too many bad things happen, and he doesn't seem to give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, but then he after does. The first, like he weirdly. No, but after after the first spooky thing, yeah. I would be like, oh, now I quit. I'm not coming back. Mm, yeah. But then he comes back, and the movie doesn't give him a reason to be so fascinated by solving the mystery. Mm. Like, if they didn't go down the path that he was a cop who shot someone, like maybe he's a cop who fucked up a, a detail in a case, and because he's not into the details enough, that's what happened or whatever. Mm. So now this time I'm going to get it right. I'm going to solve this. But it's nothing like that. It was just like (laughs) bad things kept happening and Mm. he didn't care up until the point that he cared a lot. Yeah, because his family was in danger or whatever. But like even even Mm. before that, he vacillates between like being super like, oh my God, what the fuck's happening to like, hey, did you know anything weird about Billy? What what happened? It's like, Mm. you are like the dumbest fuck in the world. Oh, Oh. yeah, Tom. And they they have him talking to, what's that guy's name? Is it Lorenzo or whatever? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Daytime security guard. Yeah. But they do the whole thing like he's about to ask him something, but then Lorenzo's like, "Ah, I gotta go meet my wife and he's gone. It's like, just talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. Say, what? Oh, well, don't go back in there. <laughs> From the very beginning, when Lorenzo's like, you know, like they're walking, he's showing him around the place. <laughs> I like that we've decided his name is Lorenzo. It might as well be. It's Lorenzo <laughs> you know, now. Like, uh, that probably wasn't his name, but it's definitely it's Lorenzo like now. Him now. But yeah, when Lorenzo's like showing <laughs> Kiefer around and he's like, you know, this is the this department, this is the this department, and Kiefer's like, the mirrors, do you polish them? <laughs> Already an insane question. No yes. one would ever ask. But then he's like, no, that was the guy before you. Loved polishing the mirrors. <laughs> and Kiefer's not like, sorry, what? <laughs> what I love is he gets the job, and then a few days into the job, he learns that this guy ki- that this guy died. At no point does Lorenzo go, yeah, you're taking over from this guy who yeah. mysteriously just didn't turn up to work one day. I don't know where the fuck he is. <laughs> also, he had a weird obsession with the mirrors. No. Seems important. Instead, Lorenzo does that thing where he's like, so, uh, what's your background? Ah, don't mind me. I, I asked too many questions. And then they, <laughs> that goes nowhere as well. Oh, fuck. I, like, I love the scene when, so like there's the, I guess it's the equivalent of like the suiting up scene where they're like, right, we've got to defend the house from mirrors. Yeah. Mirrors are bad. And I love, it's like him and his wife painting the mirror together because mm. they want to paint the mirror so it's not reflective. And there's like that moment where their paint brushes get really close to each <laughs> other. And you're meant to be, I guess, as the audience like, damn, they're healing. But like, <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> Damn, the mirrors in a way brought them <laughs> But but also, but also, they're dumb as fuck as well. So the first time he goes around to the house, he's quite clever. He mm. takes the mirrors down. Yeah. Right? The second time they just paint over them so the kid can then come along yeah. and chisel them all off with his knife. Just take them all down. Yeah. Take every fucking mirror down and put it face down on the like Oh my god, he's sick. But even then, like one that the you see the kid in the door handle. So if literally any surface with even a little bit of reflectiveness to it. 
is dangerous. Yeah. Well, then you are kind of fucked. Like, I don't know what you could <laughs> yeah. possibly do to actually get out of this situation. And then the, the dumb thing that I wanted to talk about that I thought he did was really dumb was when he shot the mirror at the house. Yeah. Did, he, <laughs> yeah. did you really think that was going to... <laughs> he had so much confidence. Oh, he drags her on the street and says, here, look at this, look at this, bang. And then I love how, like, shouldn't someone have called the cops yeah. and him be arrested? <laughs> Is this on the street with a gun going oh. crazy? <laughs> And at this point, she thinks he's insane and a drug yeah, addict. Right. So- his, his wife also just has such a like a reasonable reaction. In that <laughs> yeah. She's just like, what is happening? Yeah. When, I also love that. That's, that's something I, I forgot. So like when he's first angry at the mirrors because they're killing his family or they kill his sister mm. or whatever. And he's in, he's in the department store and he throws a stool at the mirror and it's not smashing. Yep. And then he gets a pot plant and he throws it at the mirror and it's not smashing. But then he pulls out his gun and he shoots it and that works. Yeah. Like the movie's saying that the internal logic of the mirror magic is that obviously a gun is powerful enough. Right. For, it's, so it is about physical force, yeah. but then the mirror can heal. Like, it's just crazy that the film's like, yeah, of course gun would mm. work. Right. But then obviously yeah. it would heal. You just need the right amount of force. Yeah. So pull the gun. Yeah, the, the solid spin. Yeah. The, the, the thing that's that's crazy too is, so I, I have two things that I want to bring up. The first one is about this gun. Is mm. um, So he's been kicked out. He's been kicked off the force. Sure. He's been suspended. You know what they do in movies when you're suspended as a cop? Give us your gun and your badge. <laughs> he, how the fuck does he have this gun? Yeah. Uh, it's America, man. Yeah. <laughs> Open carry. Jeez. What if there's a dangerous mirror around? You'll need a gun. <laughs> Think, Tom, mate. Well, no, he won't because it won't do any good. Um, but I'd also like to make a, a, a strong case for we, we ask in this show, you know, Mm. Did our hero act mm. foolishly or wisely? Um, I think the mirror monster also acted like an idiot. Right? <laughs> if you want, if you want someone to do your bidding, yeah. mm. right, which is clearly what it wants, you need to be a lot clearer about what you're doing, <laughs> and maybe don't kill off right. family members. Yeah. Just threaten to hurt them. You know, just like freak them out and be like, you know what, I'll, you know what I'll do. Yeah. It like it kills his sister, and then it, he's like, what do you want? <laughs> it's like, don't kill. Hey, mirror monster, you want to be reunited with the nun? You've got to work better. If Kiefer had not asked, what do you want? Would it just never have told him and kept killing his family? Right. I guess. It's got to wait for a very specific circumstance yeah. to happen. Yeah. The mirror needed a mentor. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. Just be like, you know, it needed someone to teach it how to fucking communicate. get what it wants. It's just wild. Yeah. yeah why would yeah. Why would the name Essica not come up as the very first thing it did to be like, hey, mm. by the way, start looking into this. Just uh, follow yeah, me. Check this out. Yeah. Oh, that's or show him the little girl in the reflection because it can clearly show like people burning in that fire. Yeah, true. Actually, yeah, it could have. It could just have someone in a reflection talking to him and saying, "Hi, I need you to find Essica," <laughs> instead of like scratching him. it into the mirror. Yeah, him. His reflection right. being like, "Find Essica." Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and then also oh. when he's driving, uh, and he's he's literally following the clues. He's trying his best to find Essica. He's trying to get the mirrors back with the love of its life, the nun. Yes, and it tries to run him off the road. Are you like? He's doing your bidding. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> what are you doing, mirror monster? And why does the mirror... So the mirror monster can affect anyone through any mirror. Yeah. Right? What? Why is it more powerful to be in a nun? Why is that a better place to be than in every mirror ever? And it's also amazing that the psychologist that made the mirror machine made one that could take a demon out. Like, yeah, and it, that's just And even that was, like, just chance, I think. I feel like because yeah. the mirror was actually meant to help with a schizophrenia or whatever it was. And then, oh, guess yeah. what? It actually <clears throat> happens to work as an exorcism as well. Took the devil out, too. That's cool. Oh, What if it's, what if it's a love story yeah. and the mirror monster is in love with the nun? <laughs> okay. Again, better movie. Yeah, yeah much better, better movie. film. 
Much better just, film. Because we and like they established later, like there's so many like the Mary Monster fucks up a lot too. Like in that final confrontation with his mm. wife, the wife has time to get the kid out hit the daughter out of the mm. bedroom and into the cupboard while the mirror version of her is standing there looking at the mirror. Hey, mirror mm. version of her, just punch yourself <laughs> in the face. Yeah, true. Just like throw yourself on the floor. You are the thing you want to get rid of right now. Yeah. You've got so many options. Just headbutt the wall as hard mm. as you can. Or or don't go out the door. Just like like hold onto the door frame. Oh, oh boy. So many but so many better yeah. options. My God. All right. Well that brings us nicely to how would we do in this scenario? What smart things would we have done to avoid this monster? Or dumb things, let's be honest. If you if you can't see it, can it get you? I don't know. I'm I'm gonna say no. If the paint worked. Yeah, true. Wait, can it see you or you like you have to see it? Well, like, say you cover your eyes. Can it still sort of attack you through like making you hear shit and stuff? Mm. But technically it can't physically harm you, can it, I'm if you can't see, see what it's doing. The sister looked in a mirror. And then she went in the bath where she was no longer looking at the mirror and it could still... Yeah, but did she have to look in the mirror first? It's a sound strategy, but it, I wouldn't rely on it, you know? Mm. Would it be like, shut my eyes? <laughs> oh, no, cut it out. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Cut. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I think I I think the issue with this is though like we're going to really struggle to come up with a way to get out of this I think mm-hmm. and not because we're not resourceful it's because the movie sucks we don't know the rules <laughs> that's, that's a great all right story. all right I'm going to give us some rules there okay. let's let's bring it right back the four of us have all collectively got a job at the Mayflower Center this place is going to be so secure <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, these four boys are the case watch out. Um, and so, yeah, I think we, I think that's where we should start. Okay. The four of us there. I feel like the moment, uh, G- Gulliver, I forget what we called him. Ambrose? Lorenzo. Sullivan? <laughs> Lorenzo. <laughs> I feel like the moment Lorenzo. Gulliver. I kind of like Ambrose now. <laughs> the moment Ambrose is like, hey, the guy before you four, he loved to polish the mirrors. I'm going to be like, thank you so much. Here is my torch. Here's my jacket. Have a great day. I don't need this job that badly. Wow. <laughs> See, I, I feel like part of me would be like, oh, we're meant to clean the mirrors? Oh, all right, if we have to. Oh, damn, I thought I was just getting a security job. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'll clean the mirrors. At what, um, at what point do you think is like the lock-in? So like, mm, true. Because we'll we'll get scared on the first night. As soon as mm. darkness falls, mm. we're scared and we leave. Oh yeah. oh yeah. But are we are we hooked in then? Are we are we already dead? We've got to kick over the stones, I suppose. So I guess yeah. I think I think as we've got to see something in the mirror so that it's onto us. But I think what we do is mm. we use my strategy, boys. We befriend mm. the mirror. We we oh, actually try true. to find out actively what it wants. Mm. We negotiate with it. We're we're not just like. If it's going to kill our family members, be like, hang on, hang on. Do you mm. want me to help or not? Because if I'm dead, you've got to find another fuckhead to do it, right? Yeah. You've got true. four people yeah. to help you here, right? Yeah. There are four people who are willing to <laughs> reunite you with your wife? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't. <laughs> we don't, we're just guessing. We're just guessing. Um, I like that. I sort of imagine us in that like trailer at the front, and the only way the mirrors can communicate with us is through like the reflection, reflection of the TV screen, because none of us are game enough to actually go into the Mayflower. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Like, hey, do you want to just say we did? Because that's really terrifying in there. I am not doing right. it. Also, the Mayflower is like already destroyed. Yeah. What else could anyone do to make it worse? <laughs> they at that won't point? know. Yeah, they won't know if anyone's Does it been need in. a security guard, <laughs> let alone four. Does it mention at some point about burning a mirror to destroy it? Yes, that was meant to be the answer because mm. they 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 they. Seed that early where if you can actually burn a mirror and then obviously towards the end when he blows everything up, mm. I guess he's meant to 
melted the mirror. I don't even know what the well, no, 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 no. Because yeah. at that point, when he blows the building up, all the mirrors are already destroyed. Yeah, just <laughs> FYI. I don't think as also even if I got like the inkling that the way to defeat the mirrors was to burn them, I would because the Mayflower had already burnt down. I would assume that wouldn't work. Actually, yeah, it's a great. Point. It didn't work once, so I'd be like, why would it point. work twice? Yes. Yeah. 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 All right, so we need to we need to come in hard with with logic pretty early. Yeah. So Tom, I like. So let's say we get a few spooks, yeah. and then Tom, in a weird sense of bravery, <laughs> says, "No, no, no! This might be a new best friend. We don't know yet." <laughs> yeah. And that's when you're like, "Let's All communicate, right. <laughs> boys." You know what? Mm. We just have to swap shifts with Ambrose because nothing seems to go wrong during the day. <laughs> that's true. So we get in there during the day and we figure out how to like get the mirrors out of there. That's clever. Ambrose, his family is destroyed by the mirror demons, <laughs> <laughs> but we're okay because we have the day shift. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's it. We just got to get on the day shift. <laughs> right. You're like, hey, Mirror Monster, you know who's really great at finding missing people? Ambrose. Ambro- Ambrose yeah. is your boy. Actually, yeah, if we're on the day shift, we don't even have to destroy the mirrors. We just <laughs> we just collect our paycheck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Plus, Ambrose. So, what we do is. He's older. He's probably got more family. Yeah. Oh, great. That's true. Great, great idea. Get him demoted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gulliver, too bad. You're down. You're, it's the night shift for you, Gulliver. This is good because now our lack of learning his name just feels rude on our part. Yeah, I don't feel any emotional attachment to him yeah. now, so that's good. That, that makes it, it helps us out. Yeah. No, that seems like a good strat. And then we have a monopoly on the day shift mm. working mm-hmm. there, so then we get to hire his replacement. And every time we do, we just pick the biggest, cuntiest person we can. Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah, and feed them effectively to the mirror monster. <laughs> we feed the monster. Yeah. Hey, sometimes that's what you got to do. So we become like Dexter. We just pick out bad people. Mm-hmm. Yep. And sacrifice them to the mirror monster. Uh, all you got to say to them is you got to be like, hey, do you want to see an abandoned department store? No one can resist that. They come inside <laughs> at, by the mirrors. Uh, I like this because they it allows us to be both cowardly and yet also heroes. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Al- alternatively, I like the idea of just commissioning like city council to demolish the abandoned building, <laughs> build flats there or whatever. Like, right? Know. Yeah, let's gentrify this shit. That'll solve <laughs> yeah, our problem. Yeah. Oh, guys, you're you're onto it. So what we do is we swap shifts with Lorenzo, right? Or Ambrose, right. Gulliver. Whatever. Whatever's right. So he's now on the night shift. Irrelevant at this point. <laughs> he's now on the night shift. And he- Alabrandi. Yeah, Alabrandi. All right. So yeah. we swap shifts with Alabrandi, and he is now in the in the in the Mayflower. Is that what it's called? The Mayflower. Mm. Yeah, I think. So. Um, yeah, and yeah. dies yeah. by being killed by the mirror, right? Because he fucks up. Lawsuit. That's true. Uh, his his estate sue the shit out of the owners. They can't afford to fight the insurance mm. battle anymore. Building gets demolished, mirrors go bye bye, and we get to live our lives in. We're peace. out of a job, but that's okay. We we did. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be all right. <laughs> we did that. We did. We did that job really well, and we also get a payout because yeah, we're working true. in a dangerous environment. Hey, that <laughs> okay. does work out. Lucky us. Our episodes rarely finish with us cashing in. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, well, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. And I've been Tom. And I've been Jackson. Uh, and if you scary listeners have any comments or would like to say hi, you can email us at 3 at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually, I'm at MidDayPajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. I'm at Awkward Trade. And I'm at All Dogs Are Dead. And Jackson, thank you so much for coming on the show. Anytime. Uh, your, your selection of movies is impeccable. So thanks for that also. It's taste. That's what that's <laughs> called. Taste. <laughs> Stay scared, everyone.
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 